0: This is not last year's Golden State Warriors, folks. The Warriors improved their league-leading road record. Actually, I don't know if if that's a fact, but it seems like it's a league-leading road record. Uh, Maybe there's someone else that's undefeated. I don't know. Regardless, the Warriors are looking amazing, and Kylan Mills and I are going to break down not just their win tonight, but also Stephen Curry's official MVP campaign and a massive, looming affair with the Denver Nuggets Wednesday. We're going to break it all down next. This is Locked On Warriors.
1: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow Kylan and Mills. I'm sorry, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 just on betting a heavy favorite. It's that simple. Visit fanduel.com slash LockedOn. To get started, you can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms at her name. It's super easy. Kylan Mills, you can follow me on Thread Cyrus Satsis at Dog Wild. Also, I hope super easy. Kylan, great to see you. Your immediate reaction to the Warriors not resting, not giving a half-ass effort. It was a back-to-back. They're on the road. It was Detroit. You think maybe they can mail it in? Nope. They gave it their all. They won. Your immediate reaction to the Warriors, defeating. The Detroit Pistons, a the team they lost to uh, in Detroit a year ago, 120-109. Your thoughts?
1: This was a huge pickup for the Warriors. For this team to be 5-1 and one on the road after the way they started last season is incredible. Shows a huge turnaround, a lot of maturity, and the right chemistry. Everything's working right now with this group. First half, not necessarily pretty. Steph Curry carried this team through the first half, so let's be clear. That was that was the best thing that, you know, the Warriors needed was for him to be able to show up when no one was playing well Um, early on in this game. Third quarter, also early on, the Pistons were hot. They were hitting shots. I thought the Warriors did a good job in the second half of the third quarter to start to disrupt. The zone was working. I liked a couple of nice uh, defensive efforts from Moses Moody. He had a great steal to end the third that I wanted to point out. And then somehow the body control to keep the ball in play and get it ahead to GP2. But I thought they were able to grind it out thanks to their defense defense. Um, in the second half of that third quarter, they closed the gap. They were able to keep it close, and the Warriors closed out in the fourth. That's another area they were struggling with last season, was closing out games. Rather than throwing in the towel, they came out. They played the way they needed to in the fourth quarter. More guys started hitting shots, and and things you know went their direction. Another thing I want to point out is that the Warriors cleaned up compared to last night was They had the edge in points in the paint, 52-32. They also were getting it done on the glass. Now, it did end up being closer than it was at one point in the game, 44-39. The Warriors had the edge on the boards, but they did give up a couple of rebounds there late in the fourth that almost let the Pistons hang around. There were a couple of offensive boards, a few possessions where the Pistons were able to keep it alive way too many times. There was one where I think they were able to, I think maybe four offensive rebounds. Like they had a couple of iffy possessions. Prior to that, though, the Warriors really strongly were dominating the glass, and that made a huge difference. Really, really excited to see this type of effort from the Warriors. Um, the only player that I was disappointed we didn't get to see uh-huh. was Trace Jackson Davis, but you know, or right. see more of. Yeah. So that was Absolutely. my only negative. It, Not to it, get it, negative, but that was my only thing. I thought this was a game where we could have seen T- TJT.
0: No, you're absolutely right. And again, like you said, uh, in the same categories where the Warriors got killed just the night earlier, uh, they came into this game 29th out of 30 teams uh, when it comes to points in the paint. Uh, last night, demolished in that category 58 yeah. to 24. And then as you mentioned, they bounced back tonight and win that battle 52-32 against a pretty big uh, a Pistons team, as you mentioned as well, winning the rebounding battle 44-39. So, you know, Trace Jackson Davis, you know, just relax. You're good. Um, I highly doubt we're going to see him or Pajemski in that Nuggets game, which is looming just around the corner. Um, let's talk real quick before we get into the negatives, because there are a couple of those and we have to touch on that. Um, I am, I'm appreciative of the recent awareness being brought up about how borderline psychotic. Some people are that when it comes to individual stands, what I mean by that is is the fandom toward individual players and just how blind this fandom is sometimes like, um, so sometimes I feel like media members are just like tippy toeing around criticizing certain people. But look, folks, regardless of how much you love your player, they're not perfect, and please don't take it personally when we criticize these individuals because it sometimes just has to happen. So we'll, we'll touch on that in just a moment, though, because one or two players we do have to talk about in terms of some potential early season lingering issues. Uh, but the positive, first and foremost, Stephen Curry, I think goes without saying, he uh, was awarded earlier today with the Western Conference player of the week award by the nba he's playing lights out ball kylan you you asked me on this show a week or so ago who do you think the second best player on this team is um i obviously avoided that question because it is not an easy one uh it could be it's just a different answer depending on what night you're you're asking exactly But but there's no debate who the first one is there's no debating who is 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 the captain of this ship and that's stephen curry uh, read a stat line. If you don't mind, do you have it in front of you before yeah. I ask that? Sorry. If you don't mind telling the audience, let people know how he did tonight. And do you agree with me that right now he is your favorite for MVP? I know it's super early in the season or eight games, in, but it's 10%. It's 10% of the season. I, I think you can actually, you can throw these things out a little bit, especially if a month from now, maybe he won't be. So I might as well enjoy it while it lasts, but he is an MVP candidate right now. Um, how did he do tonight? Tell the audience what were your thoughts about Steph? He's a
1: candidate for sure. I don't know that I would say necessarily that he's the favorite but still, let's wait till we get to 20% into the season and and make another call. But he's definitely a candidate. He's been playing awesome. Uh, The stat line tonight, second night in a row that Steph made seven three-pointers. Want to point out, he finished with 34 points on 12 of 26 shooting from the floor, 7 of 17 from 3, went 3 of 4 from the line, had a couple of boards, four assists, uh, ended up with three turnovers, which isn't, you know, a big concern, typical stuff, but a team best plus 17 as well. But those seven three-pointers, man, back-to-back nights, playing on the second half of back-to-back, a player who is up there in age on the Warriors team that, you know, at times has sat on the second end of of back-to-backs, just, you know, for self-preservation, uh, not necessarily for any other reason, but great to see him come out on a back-to-back night and be able to still sink triples like that. That's what gives me reason to believe that Steph Curry will be playing until he's 40.
0: Oh Because
1: yeah. you don't lose the ability to shoot the basketball. And I just can't believe he still looks so springy. Like, he does not look like he's slowing down. I know that the body can't necessarily take the same workload as maybe it could in his 20s, but still, he's done an excellent job of really keeping himself in great health, he takes care of himself so well. puts a lot into what he does in terms of his recovery off the floor. And I still th- think he looks like he's a lot of spring to his step. I mean, seven threes and back-to-back nights on the road— not bad, Steph. Not bad. No,
0: no that three is falling right now. It's looking good. Remember, two years ago, in the the last time the Warriors won a title, uh, his three—he was pursuing the all-time record. He got it. Leading up to that, he started struggling. That whole season was like an anomaly in terms of three-point shooting. I don't know why I thought about that, but that that. His shooting percentage is back. He's looking amazing. A lot of people in the chat think I'm going to be clay-hating. That's not who I was thinking of at all. Um, the player, uh, you know what? Why don't I say that? When we come back, there'll be a little negative focus. There's one part- one player in particular, Kylan, we have to talk about. The dude is struggling. Um, and we'll I'll reveal who I mean by that and so who much could it more. Who <laughs> I think we all <laughs> Got <laughs> to give some love first to one of our two sponsors for this evening. Uh first up is FanDuel, the official sports book. Where is that bar? There it is. Uh the official sports book of the Locked On podcast network. And score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. What that means is is that you have to win a bet that doesn't have a spread attached to it. And that's what a money line bet is. You either just picking a winner or a loser. It's that simple. Now, unfortunately, if you pick a heavy favorite and you bet the money line, it's not a smart bet because let's say your favorite is minus three hundred. You're going to bet three dollars to win a buck. That's not good odds. But with FanDuel, if you find that heavy favorite, bet that five bucks because if you win a money line bet, it doesn't matter what the bet is. You get automatically a hundred and fifty bucks bloop right into your account. It's that easy. 150 bucks if your money line team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NBA, obviously, but also the NFL.
1: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thank you for making On Warriors your first listen. For the everyday years, Kylan, you're back with me tomorrow. There's been so many games this season. The Warriors, I believe, lead the NBA in games played, or they're tied for that. Uh, it feels like we're doing post-game shows almost every night. Tomorrow, we're just going to go nice and easy. You and I are just going to host a show, just catching the world up on what's going on with the Warriors, maybe bring out some stats, maybe discuss who some of the best defenders are, which five-man lineups are the best. So tune in for that. We'll uh, We'll announce that. On the show's Twitter account, at Locked on Dubs. You can follow me on threads, at Dog Wild. And you can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms, at Kylan Mills. It's super easy, your name. Um, Andrew Wiggins, Kylan, has not had the greatest of starts so far. Um, I've been critical of him on this program early in the season, largely because of his shot, whether he's forcing him, whether he's not. It looks flat. It's It's looking hard. I don't see touch. those shots i'm not seeing the flick of the wrist that we've been accustomed to the last two years with his shots that resulted in the highest three-point shooting percentage for the golden state warriors in the 22 22 postseason when they won the championship to me andrew wiggins is a shell of himself he doesn't look right his numbers tonight real fast uh he played 21 minutes and those 21 minutes were for good reason because steve kerr is very cognizant of Wiggins' struggles, as evident by the fact in the season opener, he benched him at the end of the game for Kaminga. We're seeing less minutes. 21 is not standard by Andrew Wiggins, and he shot two for nine from the field, was 0 for two from beyond the arc. He missed his two free throw attempts, I believe, in the second quarter. Did grab six rebounds, but nothing's working. I'm even seeing him attack the post. Even his post-up shots, those little floaters, even those he's kind of like forcing, and they have, they're lacking touch. Um, he finished a minus four and plus minus the only player on the Warriors roster tonight to finish in the negative in terms of plus minus. I I feel like i blasted him enough. It's not personal folks, but Wiggins is struggling. He finished with four points tonight. What are you seeing? What do you think is going on with Wiggins? What are your thoughts uh, about that struggle that the Warriors have to deal with right now?
1: First of all, kudos to Jesse, Jill, Andre, several people who guessed in the chat that it was going to be Wiggins. Yeah, I think that was uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty obvious. 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 Uh, yeah. However, Andre said that Wiggins needs to stop smoking. Don't you put that out there, Andre. Don't you be starting rumors like that in our chat. Wait, what's,
0: what's Andre saying? He's saying that Andrew Wiggins oh, is smoking weed? He said
1: Wiggins needs to stop smoking, and I'm just teasing with him. Uh, okay, so this
0: is to be clear. Andre's saying that Wiggins is smoking a lot of weed. That's the That's what we're try that's, not to that's,
1: that's his theory that's okay his so theory. andre
0: wiggs is not smoking a lot of weed okay let's not talk about that so much all right He's not smoking weed. I don't think I'm so. Just,
1: I'm just teasing with him. Uh, Andre, we love you, regular of the show. Appreciate you uh, being on. Um, so, <laughs> stop it. Uh, so, uh, in terms of Wiggins' issues, you know, I think maybe it's just the shots aren't falling and that's impacted his confidence. One thing I will say is Wiggs is at his best when he's driving, attacking the basket, and sometimes he starts to force the outside shot a little bit. and. When it's not falling, he suddenly just gets a lot less productive. Um, But I do think that he has still made effort defensively, but to me, that's the biggest area where he needs to just like focus in on. And you'll hear a lot of guys say this when they're going through shooting struggles. The biggest way to bounce back is to like not think about it so much, not press so much offensively and just really focus on putting in the defensive effort and the offense will come. It's something we talked about with Jonathan Kuming, a different situation, young player who at times last season was pressing or maybe not able to get the offense to come together. Uh, but still, I think that's something that could also hold true for Wiggs continue to put in the defensive effort because that's an area where he will always be of major value for the Warriors. But I just feel like defensively he hasn't quite been on either. Um, Not that there hasn't been effort there, but just like something isn't quite off. Something isn't quite on with wigs even defensively. Um, So that's the thing. I just feel like if he picks it up defensively and really puts in the effort there, that the offense will come and it'll still be a major asset to this team because they do still need his defensive abilities. But I also know another thing in interviewing and talking with NBA players or even high-level collegiate players, it's easy sometimes to let – things not falling on the offensive end result in not putting in an effort defensively. So I wonder if that could possibly be a factor because there is some frustration. You get down on yourself. It's hard to then pick your head up the next possession and run back down the other side of the floor and suddenly make a great defensive effort play because you're feeling down on yourself. You're maybe deflated, frustrated in your own head, whatever it may be. And it can impact your ability to play defense. So that would be my one thing to wigs would be hopefully if you know there is just some type of offensive slump happening, don't let that impact the effort you're putting in defensively. Because I just think that he hasn't quite been as sharp defensively as we've seen him in the past. Is that something you've noticed in terms of his struggles? Like, do you feel like defensively as well, he's not quite there? And it's not terrible, but I just feel like it's not quite there. Oh, you're muted. Cy. Sorry,
0: sorry, that's my bad. Uh, I, I feel like there is not a single facet of his game. Uh, that on. is better yeah. this year. Not one. Like even his ball handling is struggling. Like sometimes I'm seeing Steph or Dre like hand the ball to to bring it up just to get him involved, and and like he's like fumbling it. He's, he's got like the Wiseman hands. I, I don't I don't know what's going on there. Uh, it, it's if there's one thing that is good news is that the team is so deep that they're surviving it. Like, like, mm-hmm. like fortunately, whether it's Kaminga getting minutes, and we could talk about him in a second. Moses Moody, um, th- who's getting the minutes, whoever it is, Gary Payne the second. Uh, is getting a great run like whoever it is who's filling in for him they're thankfully carrying the load but this th- it's concerning uh, let me ask you this and i'll ask this to the chat as well if wiggins stays at this level the whole year let's say like th- like this is what we see this is who he is now um which is also a possibility we never know hopefully that won't be the case and he becomes let's say a bench player um can the warriors still win the title in your opinion with with this version of andrew wiggins
1: Yes, I think it's possible, but I think other guys have to step up. Uh, I think a lot of Jonathan Kaminga's skills are comparable to Andrew Wiggins, and I think that he could possibly help fill that void. Um, They now have Chris Paul in the mix, which makes this just automatically such a deeper team, and we haven't talked a lot about him, or we haven't talked about him at all regards to tonight, but the 62 turnovers to six assists on the season, like that's incredible. I just got to say that I did not anticipate him fitting in as well as he has with the Warriors this quickly. Like I did not expect him to be so effective so quickly and to have such good chemistry. Like, I just feel like the fit has been seamless. Um, So for me, that's a big positive. I think the Warriors could overcome Wiggins if he's truly digressed, I guess, or regressed as a player, but a lot of other things would have to go right. The Warriors margin for error is already small and it would get even smaller. Yeah, Um, But I think that Chris Paul would be a key piece that has to step up. And then to me, the biggest factor would be Jonathan Kaminga being able to step up and fill some of that void defensively, rebounding, even on the other side, attacking. So is it possible? Yeah, but it's not ideal. I think the Warriors are a much more dangerous team with Wiggins being dominant wigs that he was Mm -hmm. last, you know, even in, in the Warriors championship run at times last year. I don't know. I felt like he never was quite on after he had the long absence last season. But prior to that, we've seen an unbelievable version of Wiggs. I, I hope he can get back to that.
0: Yeah. I hope I hope that you know a few people and maybe they're saying it in jest, but I really hope Jordan Poole uh, being traded had nothing to do with it because they were close. Um, I always think back to those those weird commercials. I don't know if you remember those last year that Uh, wiggins and jordan Poole were in together i can't even remember what they were advertising it was like an app do you remember that like they were they were they would just show up on a random court in san francisco and some just weird random guy who would like they were trying to make funny but wasn't fun the the commercials were bizarre but anyways i I don't know why i'm thinking about that right now but i can't remember even what the app was they were promoting some sort of app like a video game Uh, so i don't know if like that is affecting them at all who knows who knows what's going on there um, any concern with Clay? by the way, real fast. He was one for eight from the field. This is not me hating on him, folks. I love Clay Thompson, but he did shoot one for eight from the field tonight. Uh, there, there was an incident in the second quarter where you – and I've never seen this in my life where Steve Kerr was actually like – it was a teaching moment. He was pointing at, at his clipboard and like really having a stern conversation with Clay, like he slipped up somewhere. I've never seen that in my life. It, it, but otherwise, Clay, I think, is doing okay. I, you know, I, the one for eight thing is a little off. How are you feeling about Clay right now?
1: I'm not too concerned about Clay. Clay has been streaky at times. Shooters go through slumps, so I don't know that there is a big concern there for me. I think Clay will bounce back. I don't know if he'll be All-Star Clay, which is something he mentioned at the beginning of the season is a goal for him. He wants to get back to an All-Star level. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go that far, but I think that Clay will still be a big contributor for this team. Um I hope that he'll still find a rhythm, but I do think that Clay as we saw the last two seasons He's been streaky at times. He goes through ups and downs as a shooter. His numbers on the season are still good. So it doesn't concern me overall, uh, you know, too much. The only thing that concerns me is the fact that Steph Curry had to carry so much of the offensive load tonight. And, you know, they just, if it's not clay, someone else has to step up. Like if it's not clay and it's not Wiggins, who's going to be that secondary or third score. Um, I think Clay did finish, did he finish with 17 tonight? So he did end up finishing him and Chris Paul were second behind Steph. But, um, you know, I think the important thing is if someone's having an off night, you need to have someone else step up. And honestly, now that we're looking at it, the fact that the Warriors were able to come out on top with, you know, Andrew Wiggins having such an off night, And, you know, it took a while for Clay and even Chris Paul to get going like the first half was brutal. So the fact that they were able to even win this game without a lot of a lot of help for Steph, especially in that first half. I mean, to me, it speaks to the depth that speaks to the quality of this team. Um, you know, I thought that also I wanted to mention, that I thought Dario Sharich had some nice contributions in the second half as well. Agreed. He was just all of a sudden like a bulldozer down low. He had a couple possessions. He drew a foul, another, you know, we're in a nice post move that I was like, okay, he made a couple of threes, pulled in some boards. I thought that he made some really nice contributions in the second half.
0: Agreed. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, in just a moment, we're going to wrap up the discussion about tonight's game, uh, a game the Warriors won comfortably. It was, it was a little too, maybe it wasn't comfortable. Uh, the Pistons were lingering around for most of the game, but they won by 11, uh, one 20, one Oh nine. We're going to wrap up that discussion. Talk about the Warriors filling that 14th roster spot with a surprise. I, I didn't see anyone calling this one. Colin uh, and I will break that down next and talk about the nuggets game. That's coming Wednesday. And folks, that's huge. There's no denying uh, that game is going to be a statement game. It's going to have a lot of significance attached to it, especially when you consider the fact that both teams are healthy. Um, and the Warriors were shut out last year. The first time in the dynasty that any team uh, from the Western Conference shut them out throughout the season. It was 4-0. So we're going we're, we're gonna to talk about if things have changed, if the Warriors are even ready for that matchup. Uh, Got to give some love first, though, to Jace Medical, uh and that's a sponsor that i love bringing up because it's very simple like fellas a salesman uh for jace it would be an awesome sale because i just tell people what i'm telling you now folks you need medical kits in your house right if you go to your local drugstore, local grocery store you can buy a decent one it might have band-aids in it it might have gauze but what it's not going to have is what the jace case provides which is five life-saving antibiotics For emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. Another perk of getting a Jace case, you have access to real doctors, get ongoing care from their physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. So don't get caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected natural disasters happen accidents happen be prepared folks go to jace medical.com and enter the code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order again the promo code is locked on at jace j-a-s-e medical.com
1: you are locked on warriors your daily golden state warriors podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: all right, one final segment, wrapping it up here. I'm I'm joined by Kylan Mills. You can follow her on all social media platforms at her name, Kylan Mills. You can follow me on Threads at Dog Wild. Uh, just a quick, few, a few more things from this game that stuck out. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, this happened in the Cleveland game as well, and this is where you know I was griping a lot last season. And I'm not griping at all this season. Actually, I'm very happy with Coach Kerr so far uh, this year. You've been
1: in a good mood this season. I like it. And well, they're six and two. Yeah, I'm going to be winning, so I don't think it's a (laughs) coincidence.
0: It sucks though that I have this like emotional connection to the Warriors, where they affect me. Like my emotional well-being is partly reliant on this team. That's not a good thing, Kylan. I'm literally (laughs) dependent on the Golden State Warriors for emotional uh, health. It sucks, but nonetheless. That's what Better uh, Health
1: is for, one of our sponsors <laughs> of
0: the show. Thank you. Oh my God, look at that. Better Health, absolutely another sponsor. Better Health, yes. When, you, <laughs> when, going, when is, the
1: Warriors are going through struggles and oh, so, are, so are you, you can you know, get outside. <laughs>
0: <home>. <laughs> That's true. Um, one thing I love that Kerr's doing is, and we're noticing this, sometimes players start slow and Kaminga did that two games in a row, had a bad start and had an awful start uh, yesterday in Cleveland. Uh, He was, I think, like a minus seven, didn't make any shots. Very similar start tonight as well. Um, And again, look, the kid's 21. He's the same age as Steph was, Clay was in the rookie seasons. Um, So there has to be some, you know, some uh, uh, cushion there in terms of critique. But nonetheless, he he had awful first halves, both these games. But the fact that Kerr is still playing him, it's rewarding the team. His athleticism is needed. He's at least getting trips to the free throw line. That's one of the many things that I'm loving about Kaminga. He went to the line eight times tonight, 10 points, you know, nothing to, you know, to, to, you know, to highlight, but, uh, you know, he, he only had the one rebound. I know you've been talking about that. I don't, I, and I totally understand that, uh, that number should go up a little more. Um, but nonetheless, he had one rebound, 10 points. Uh, I just love the fact that he's getting a run in the second half, because if you look at just his second half numbers, uh, which I just had in front of me, and I just closed the window. That really sucks. I'm gonna get that in a second. Oh, I don't um, have
1: to have. So I, I don't have
0: that. I, I can't believe I just did that. I literally just hit the X, and I had it all prepared. Um, but it, so I, so one thing is that I also love seeing besides Kaminga, is Moses Moody. Moses Moody. I mean, this is someone who, like, if I feel like if Moody was starting, the Warriors wouldn't miss a beat. Like, he's that good. I, I do think he's ready to be playing with the big boys in terms of minutes, in terms of rotations. Uh, what are your thoughts on the two youngsters? We, we didn't really see Trace Jackson Davis or, or uh Brandon Pajemski tonight, just garbage time at the very end. But the two youngsters, Moody and Kaminga, your thoughts, Kylan.
1: Um Jonathan Kaminga, I'm glad that pretty much what you mentioned that he had the opportunity to play through some mistakes. Uh Kaminga looked shaky in the first half, didn't had a couple of plays where he didn't necessarily make the right decision. Uh, He missed a couple of threes in this game. Glad to see that he's being given a longer leash. It's something that we've called for on the show. I think Kaminga clearly has the potential, great athletic skills, good defensively. Um, I think he's starting to get more of that rhythm offensively. He did have one nice move uh, to the basket. I'm trying to remember he made a couple. uh, He had a couple of nice basket, also drew some fouls, which is something that he needs to do, which is huge. Um, So, you know, I thought it was an okay performance from Jonathan Kaminga. but the most promising thing is exactly what you pointed out. Pointed out the fact that he's being allowed to work through mistakes the first half wasn't great he wasn't yanked the entire second half he had the opportunity to play through them uh, and to continue to try to impact the game Moses Moody- I have those
0: real quick before we go to Moody I have those Kaminga numbers uh again and this is just it's a tale of two halves right like Kaminga the first half yeah. was um 0 for 5 from the field he was 0 for 2 from 3 his one rebound came in the first half had no points he was a minus 3 yeah. like just they're nothing to write home about that, but you could call that awful and I wouldn't object, but then coming in the second half, and this is where sometimes players need to warm up, right? Coming in the second half was two for three from the field, uh, had all eight of his free throw attempts in the second half and had 10 points in the second half. So he made up for it. And, and I don't think the team's regretting him playing, uh, uh in the second half, right. In the games and overall, and his plus minus just to finish up uh, before you talk about Moody. Uh, Kuminga was a plus or oh, was even tonight. So whatever negative he did in the first half, he evened it out in the second half. He was even Steven. Sorry to interrupt. Continue on.
1: No, I just was saying, I think that's good information to have because it pretty much just backs up what you and I both said that he was not great in the first half and then turned yeah. things around in the second. Um, moving along though, to Moses Moody, I was trying to look up right now, kind of what his stats are on the season in terms of steals per game, because I feel like every single night he's getting a couple of steals and that's exactly what the warriors need from him. If you can play defense, Steve Kerr will play you Yep. even if the shots aren't falling because Moody had a couple, he did have one that was unlucky from the three point line that literally kind of bounced up and like rattled around. I thought it might go in, but even in nights if the shots aren't falling or maybe you're not getting as many offensive looks as you want, or you're just on a warrior's team that's loaded with weapons. Like it's not always going to be on the youngsters to carry a workload like that. Um, contribute defensively make the defensive plays um and the fact that he had three steals i believe it was tonight that's very telling of the type of defensive effort and what he's doing and i pointed out early in the show to close out the third quarter the warriors were trying to close the gap he had a huge steal when they were playing in the zone they were able to disrupt what the pistons were doing that allowed them to kind of jump up there early in the third quarter got the pass off to GP2, got the assist on the play as well. Um, And I thought that was a really critical kind of momentum swinging play going into the third to fourth quarter break. The Warriors then came out and were able to really take control of the game in the fourth. Um, So I think that he's doing a lot of the little things, even on the nights where he's not scoring a lot of baskets. He finishes with four points. As long as he's pulling in a couple of rebounds, hustling on defense, continuing to rack up steals, then there's going to be opportunities for him in this lineup. Um, So I thought it was positive for Moody, you know, 19 minutes, four points again, not great. Totally acknowledge that missed a pair of threes, but he did finish with two rebounds, two assists, and then three steals plus eight was among the top four guys on the team in terms of plus minus. So, And again, I just thought he had a couple of key hustle plays in the second half that helped, you know, kind of get the Warriors over that hump in the third quarter. And then I also think that we could have and I would have liked to see more of Trace Jackson Davis and Brandon Pajemski give them more time. Steve Kerr, I really love those two. Uh, I'm very excited to see them develop. I think they both have a ton of potential and they have outperformed what my expectations were for them.
0: Wholeheartedly agree. Um, And yes, Steve Long, you're right. It was it was a first half of hate and then it was a second half of compliments for uh, Jonathan Kamiga. You know we're, we're we're at the 30 minute mark Island, and um we're doing another show tomorrow. Uh just to let people know. Guy Santos was signed as the yes. 14th player. Um we'll break him down a little more tomorrow since we we're, we're going to have another full show. We could uh dedicate more time to Guy. but what what, what was you were you surprised by that by that decision? I mean a lot of it came down I think to getting him out of his brazilian deal he does have a pro deal with a with a club in brazil and by offering him the guaranteed contract here um they're able to keep him they, they essentially are able to free him from brazil and now he's a warrior uh, former second round draft pick the dude is strong I, I will i will say that he is a very physical player um with some finesse skills um considerably raw Uh, But the Warriors clearly see something they love in this kid. I don't know if we're going to see him much this year. Um, Any quick feedback on him? And we'll touch on that a lot more tomorrow.
1: Um. I'm not surprised. I think that that was the plan Um, for the Warriors. I do believe they were trying to do what they could to bring him here. At least that's what I had heard. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. You know, I think he showed some promise in his one season in Santa Cruz. Uh, He finished with just under, I actually was just looking this up before we came on the show. He finished with just under 13 points on 50% shooting from the field, right around 33 plus percent from three. I agree. He's strong. I think that he looked very athletic, very dynamic, Um, And I thought that he also showed some promise in summer league, Uh, you know, like you mentioned strength. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think he's working on his field for the game. I am very excited to see what he can do. Uh, You know, is that a dog,
0: by the way? Is that a dog? Am I I hearing a puppy? Is your dog near you? No. Okay, never mind. I, I keep hearing all these noises, and I'm like, "Is that your pup?" Like, what, I don't I know. Her, I'm what... in the
1: basement, so maybe you're hearing creaking and people. Maybe, I don't know.
0: Sorry about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I think that it's great. I think it's great they signed Gui. I'm very excited to see what he can do. I thought he showed some flashes in in both the G League and uh, Summer League. So, why not?
0: Absolutely. Um, and and you know, so, uh, this listener in the chat samantha chan just keeps calling for you i i'm, I'm apparently not on her radar kylan so she wants your, samantha, to woo, your girl power she's trying to get your attention but she's uh samantha chan seems upset that uh that lester quinones was passed up for that guaranteed uh 14th mm. roster spot in favor of gi santos did you have an answer to to samantha
1: yeah uh i kind of agree with her um I kind of agree. Like, I get it because I have really liked Lester uh, when we've seen him this season. I think his game has come a long way. Uh, but, you know, you're talking about different, you know, he has a little bit of a different skill set. Um, yeah, I don't know, because I, I really, really, really like Lester. But, same, you know. Santos has the size. I mean, that's the one thing that I will say, uh, you know, and where he has the advantage six, eight compared to what's Lester six, five, six, four, six, five. Yeah. six four, six five. So that's, you know, adding some length and and some height is probably more of a need for the Warriors than Lester, but I did really like Lester. I like what we saw from him in preseason. I think he's really developed and matured good decision-making. I don't know. So I think it's unfortunate given how much he's put in, you know, to trying to earn a spot on the team, but Hey, he's still around. So, yeah,
0: um, <laughs> and then Samantha, uh, I probably feeling guilt feeling bad that cause now she's talking to me. Uh, but no, we'll, we'll try to get Guy on the show at some point. Look, just to add to that, the Warriors will have Lester Quinone's rights next season. Okay. They're not going to lose right. him. And what Lester Quinone showed me this preseason was that he could handle the point. Um, that was very encouraging. Yeah. Like the whole time I've been watching Lester Quinonez, I'm seeing a player who did not find his fit, right? Like, like, I don't know if he's going to be a a good shooting guard in this game, but when he ran the point with that second unit, uh, when he was on the court, I think it was with like Kaminga with Pajemski, even though Pajemski is also a point guard, Lester Quinonez is, can handle that. I, I see a bright future for him there. And again, for any of you out there who are worried that maybe by giving Guy Santos this deal that they're going to lose Lester Quinones, don't worry about that. Quinones is also part of the long-term plan, um, and they're, they'll, they can retain his rights. They're not going to lose him after the season. So Lester's not going okay. anywhere. This decision does not affect Lester Quinones. Uh, We're going to talk about Warriors Nuggets a lot more tomorrow because we're out of time. That is a huge game, and it deserves its own show in all honesty. So... Um, but nonetheless, great win for the Warriors tonight, night and day from last season. And you just, you just see how much they care, right? I mean, Chris Paul is 38 years old. And how many minutes did he have tonight in, in the second half of back-to-back? Hold uh, well, on, where it hits right here. Uh, so Chris Paul tonight, 21 minutes, which isn't a buttload. It's not a, a ton of points or a ton of minutes, I'm sorry. But typically in a back-to-back on the road, you're not seeing your 38-year-old veterans playing. The Warriors care. This means something to them this year. And, and they made sure to win this game because they know how much just the, the the mental boost to carry this momentum into the Denver thing could make a difference. And I'm really appreciative that they actually put the kind of effort that we saw tonight. Any final thoughts, Kylan, as we wrap it up?
1: Nope. But hi, Richard, who is on a quick trip in South Africa. One hey of now. our uh, loyal viewers, listeners, hope your trip is Have going fun. well. Um, and everyone else thanks for hanging with us drop some Hell comments yeah. tomorrow and we'll chat
0: absolutely we're back out of tomorrow warriors win they improve to six and two on the year congrats Stephen curry for player of the week awards warriors nuggets is next folks we're going to break that down soon good night everyone bye-bye bye <laughs> <Woo-woo>. go dubs <laughs> look at jesse gonzalez sneaking.